0: Hello, this is Ray Cox Welcome to Inside the World of Duotone. I'm here today to announce an exciting new collaboration between two big brands with big plans. On the one hand, a brand that helps you fly through the air. That's Duotone, the international leader in kite surfing equipment. And on the other, a brand that helps you fly down the road. That's Porsche, the leading sports car manufacturer from Stuttgart, of course. Uh, to find out more about this quite unique cooperation, I'm joined today by the Director of Brand Management at Porsche, Dennis Keskin, and the CEO Of Boards and More, which incorporates Duotone. That's Till Eberle, if I've got the names right. Welcome, gentlemen. Pleasure to be here. Welcome. Ah, now, how am I going to know who's who? Because you both have a similar sounding voice. What I'll be doing is asking you individual questions, guys, but, you know, feel free to butt in and interrupt and tell me if I'm talking rubbish. Just, uh, you know, it's not something I do every day. Sure. Okay. So welcome. Uh, let's hope that we could get as much information uh, across as possible. This is a very exciting new collaboration. And first to you, Dennis, if you don't mind. Um, I know that you're director of brand management at Porsche, but for us lay people, what does that actually mean? I mean, it's a grand title, but what do you actually do?
1: Well, thanks of all for calling the title grand. I think um, in the easiest terms, my job is to make sure that our brand Porsche remains, you know, fascinating and relevant to a lot of people in years to come. So I like to think that my job is and of course also the job of my team here to look into the future and to really proactively think of, um, you know, the measures we need to implement to keep Porsche a brand that is beloved by so many people around the globe. And that, by the way, also entails partnerships, because in this world, I think partnerships are a great and really important way to express who you are uh, as a brand and also in which fields you are willing maybe to stake new ground. And this is um, why these two functions are combined in my job title
0: and emotionally speaking, it's absolutely my dream job in the world. Hey, it's good to have a, a job that you love doing. That's wonderful. I love mine too. Is that? I mean, you're in the automo- automotive industry. That's changed drastically over the last 10 years. Is that? Is it a very high pressure job now? And people see luxury differently, don't they? And they see cars differently. Is that a pressure for you? I wouldn't call it pressure. I mean, what is true is because I worked for Porsche now for 20
1: years, Ray, and let's be honest, I think um, if I compare the last 10 years to the 10 previous one, the speed of change of dynamism has accelerated to a degree, which is almost, I mean, I I wouldn't have predicted that my life would go into that direction 20 years ago, because as you say, as a car manufacturer, you now have to, to respond to many different ecosystems, you have to have a clear idea of what luxury um, is, what type of luxury you stand for, you have to have a clear idea about, you know, which new target groups you want to enthuse for the brand. And you also have to make sure that you are true to your roots, that you are writing a coherent story in terms of who you are as a brand going forward. And all of these different elements are a total challenge, but also a fascinating one. And and I like to think that working in the automotive industry in this time and age also offers opportunities to really tell new stories. Absolutely. Yeah. That haven't been there
0: 10 years ago. So. Well, it's uh, I thought it was quite an easy job. Director brand management sounds quite complicated to me, uh, <laughs> Dennis, but great to hear that you love your job. Same question to you, Till. I know that you're um, CEO or director at uh, Boards & More, which is a, a huge company that's been around quite a long time, and that incorporates duotone kiteboarding. what What, do you, what is your day job? Kind of
2: working on the strategy. But at the same time, um, I have the pleasure to be like a kid in a toy store, you know, like that's a nice thing. All, all the sports <laughs> what I do are kind of my hobbies, so I have the nice side as well that um, I can try out all the latest goods and all the things, which would be really cool kind of, you know, toys, what, what I'm going to have to play on the water. So that's one of my biggest motivation
0: in the job. Fantastic. So like Dennis, you love your job too. Are you um, a kite surfer, a, a windsurfer, a sailor? What's your favorite? I sailed when I was young. Then I became a
2: snowboard professional, started kite surfing. Um, I think when I was 25, 27, something like that. And yeah, I'm a passion kite surfer,
0: but also do windsurfing and stand-up paddleboarding, kind of all sports what we have in the company. Again, like, like the car industry, that's changed drastically. I can remember when I first started to learn to windsurf, you know, 20 years ago, it was very difficult. And now when I was living in Tarifa down the south of Spain, you know, kite surfing heaven, um, I was told that it's a lot easier now. The boards are much more advanced. And is that is that true? Is it an easier sport to pick up these days? i think i'm I'm not so sure if it's so much easier than before but the gear is much better you know like to to
2: build everything together like to rig a sail is much easier and um, and if if you let's say look in terms of kiting the performance is much better and also it's much safer you know like because we have no better safety systems in place and and yeah,
0: this year makes life definitely easier than, than 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. This is an important aspect as well because I remember when I was in Tarifa and I told my family that I was taking up kite surfing, they said, no, no, that's so dangerous. You might smash against a rock. So it is a lot safer now. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: We, we, there's actually the biggest improvements in the last 10, 15 years is one like to, to have safety releases, you know, where you can kind of rid of material in an emergency situation but also now the kites have kind of a power and depower system, which you almost can compare with a gas kettle. So like if you pull the ball towards you, you generate a lot of power, which can lift you up for big jumps. And if you kind of push it away, then yes, the power is almost gone. So which makes the kite much better controllable than
0: in the early days. It's it's a lot more powerful than people think when you've actually got a a kite pulling you through the air. All I can say is I did try it a few times, but I used the chicken loop far too many times. So (laughs) I didn't get get on with it that well, but nice to know that the safety's there. So, Dennis, I mean, we're used to seeing um, it in the media and on television. Porsche are often behind sports like golf and tennis. So when did you first start to pay attention to kiteboarding and in particular duotone?
1: Yeah. So, so first of all, it's very nice that you acknowledge our um, commitment to sports in general. You know, golf and tennis are two disciplines that we've been active for in many, many years. Um, tennis, by the way, since 1978. So, um, I think there is a very strong commitment within Porsche to sports in general. And you know, motorsport, of course, is a pretty natural way for us to go think about a competitive undertaking. Yeah. And it's really, I would say, in the DNA of the whole company of every single employee to be competitive. So um, for us, it was pretty clear that going forward as a brand, we also needed to, you know, develop new passion fields. And I think it's true that um, in order to develop your brand, in order to find new story angles and avenues, we were also open to look beyond our two current strongholds in tennis and golf. And we did quite a comprehensive research, actually, to come up with fields where we felt, you know, younger adrenaline seeking audience would be interested in, but also you know, an area where we felt we could contribute. And I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about this later on as well. Yeah. But You know, for Porsche, it's not about plastering a name across something or, you know, just being at a nice event. And that's it. I think Porsche has as a, as a car manufacturer and in our daily business, we have a really high level of, um, let's say ambition when it really comes to implement solutions and to really produce things that that people are emotionally attached to. And I think our sponsorship um, activities should also be, you know, activities where where people feel hey, Porsche is really about understanding the specific discipline Porsche is really about enabling people in this discipline to get better to get stronger to be more performant. And we thought thought that kite surfing and in in many regards was really interesting, if you like, uh, open book in many regards where we could still play a role. And that definitely played a part in our decision to be active there
0: it's still a relatively small sport, isn't it? I think there's like, you know, half a million across across the world. I think, yeah, and I,
1: I think so, that's exciting. You know, yeah, I yeah. think
0: to be to be able to be part of a sport,
1: it's build up and really to be able to and, and that is our hope, our, our modest hope to be able to shape together with other key players in the sport, the way that this develops the way that people perceive it, also the broader masses, if you like, um, that's extremely exciting. And, and we like to be part of that process. Was it a personal project for you or did did someone bring it to you or did you come up with the idea? Well, we we have a, you know, we have a big team here who is dealing with our sports sponsorship activities. And of course, we are also supported by professional agencies who are doing a lot of research for us. So although at the end of the day, I'm not going to lie, it's also an emotional decision when you go into marketing. And of course you think, okay, there's an angle that might work for us, but it's always grounded on a lot of research, a lot of, you know, uh, focus work, Uh, not necessarily focus groups. But you know, in in the world of sports, there's a lot of research that you can access in order to really understand the audiences and what's important to them. So I would say it was a, a joint emotional decision based on a lot of rational insight and uh, i guess these decisions tend to be the best ones going forward
0: and i think i think you're right I mean, i'll move on to till that, that that's absolutely what's happening these days isn't it i mean when i was in the 90s and, and a lot of people were sponsoring rock and roll all they would do is come and put their brand name behind the stage or something they wouldn't actually be actively involved but these days people want the brand to mean some sort of experience and some emotional connection don't they
1: absolutely you
0: you want and and i think people are
1: much more sophisticated than a lot of advertisers give them credit for i think they sense immediately whether a brand is just hijacking something that's popular Or whether, as I said, a brand is really authentically trying to play a role and understand the passions of the people in the specific area and contribute. And and for us, for Porsche, this, you know, this contribution, this active uh, playing part in in the passions of other people is much more important, as I said, than just creating awareness or tactically hijacking awareness from other people.
0: Yeah. Until, what were your thoughts? I mean, to, to an outsider like me, it might not seem an obvious collaboration, Porsche and Durotone Kite Surfing. What were your thoughts? Did you have any doubts when Porsche? First approached you?
2: Yeah, I mean, in the first approach, I think I was quite excited because you know, like Porsche is kind of like a, a little boy's dream, you know, like it's, it's a really iconic, innovative brand. So we said well, wow. but of course, on the second view, we were thinking, hmm, Porsche and Euton, does it really fit together? Is you know, yeah. what is a Porsche customer and a uh, Kite kider from us kind of in common? You know? Yes. And um, so we, we had a few question marks, if this, this is really authentic and fits good together. But then talking to Dennis and his team, we realized that the guys uh, really want to do it. They're really committed and not, not just, you know, kind of want to get their logo on something. Mm-hmm. And, and then we well, wow, it, it kind of gives a lot of credit to the sport and it really helps the sport on a higher level because like you both mentioned, like kiting is a niche sport. I mean, it's yep. a lot of cool and um, admirable in seeking people inside. But at the same time, a bigger brand, you know, uh, the recognition of a bigger brand can give credit to the sport. So this we have seen as a really positive element. And then as well, like the way of, of the cooperation, where we looked into it kind of then really convinced me that at the end, it's, it's, a, it's a win-win situation. I think for, for both brands and that uh, our customers will really benefit from it it's funny right. enough also there was another element and looking in the you know in the, in the brand positioning of Porsche and of Duton, there was quite some brand values which we share you know my both brands are really towards performance and also yeah we try to give people dreams or enable people to live dreams and that's pretty common between Porsche and Duton, you know Um it's about having fun, but also getting excited because it
1: goes fast or flies high. So it's it's in a way, it's not so different, because I think it's really important. And and, and we appreciate that extremely with with Till and his team, you know, when when we had these first discussions, we were pretty open and then said to Till and his team, look, there's something we'd like to do. But at the end of the day, we, we have to be honest and understand that, you know, the whole field of uh, kite surfing is not our uh, a field where we have an in depth understanding. So whenever we say something, whenever we suggest something where you think, hey, the kite surfing community will find that weird or off brand, um, please yeah. let us know. And and I have to say, and that's really a testament to I think the quality of our partnership that there's always been this really upfront discussion about things. And then until I said on a couple of occasions, look, you shouldn't do it that way. Because people will not get it or people will not appreciate it. And, and I think that's a really strong foundation for our partnership in general, that, that we also, you know, not try to, to implement what we have learned in other sports uh, on a one-to-one basis in into kite, but, but try to be um, sensitive for that specific niche audience and what's important to them.
0: It's vital, isn't it? I was going to ask Till actually, because I, in my um, limited experience of, of surfers and kite surfers and wind surfers, they're all very different, but they all have this same thing that they want to be pure. They're against the big corporations. They're flying through the air. You know, they're, they're an independent person, digital nomad. I mean, Till, did you did you come across any, oh, no, 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 that's a huge brand Porsche. I don't want anything to do with it. Did you come across that sort of negativity in the beginning?
2: Nah, I think it was not so much this one, it was more, more on more of the topics that you know, maybe Porsche is really premium and a prestige brand. You know, and yeah, they kind of scared, you know, there's people thinking, yeah, u is now totally crazy, you know, like they, they always think about the elite. And but in the fact that, that Porsche really invests in the sport and you know, kind of starts. From things where our customer really has added value, I think it's a positive thing. And this kind of made me you know, change my mind. Um, and then, Juton, by the way, is also, also kind of a premium brand. So, my, my big threat was that Porsche and Uton maybe is almost too much in terms of elite or premium. Yeah. But on the other hand, my experience shows if you do something good for the people, where the people have an added value. And that's. I think clears the strategy of our cooperation, um, so and it's authentic, and the so people accept it. know. Yeah.
0: I think that's a very important point, Till, because people—I was going to ask you, you know, what would you say to people that this is an elite project for the elite? But I think you just answered that. And we will a little bit later on get into what you're actually going to be doing together, because I think both both teams can bring very strong things to the table. But Dennis, what did, what does Porsche, in a, in a nutshell, hope to get from this cooperation with Duotone? I think um, for us, the most important thing is the, the, you know, the community of kite
1: surfers is a really interesting one. And Ray, you just described these guys very well as, you know, independent, forward thinking people. And um, we want to showcase in front of this highly influential group of people that uh, Porsche can also apply our brand values, what's important to us, into a completely new field you know, develop the sport. And also, if you like, reinterpret a little bit what Porsche stands for. So we talked about performance, we talked about technology. And of course, people are used how we apply that to you know, when our car manufacturing business. And um, of course, you know, we we have developed a really prestigious um, standing as a brand as a result. But I think in in this new world, people are craving for new interesting storylines. And I think just bringing duotone and Porsche from two completely different worlds. And and we just talked about that together, and see what we can develop if we join forces. That's just creating a kind of interesting creative friction. And I want the people in the kitesurfing community to feel that Porsche is open also to, you know, cover new ground and come up with new ideas. Yes. And and as you said, yeah, sorry, no, no, sure. And and that's, in my point of view, that's the ultimate goal that that we can, you know, uh, prove to this um, community that loves kitesurfing, that Porsche and until talked about some reservations people might have towards Porsche as being an elite brand, um, um, a very exclusive brand, I want to show these people that we are much more open, maybe also much more approachable than they think, and that we're open to, you know, conquer new challenges.
0: Till, I mean, I presume that you're going to, I know that all of your employees and your company, you come up with your own ideas and your own forward thinking, um, massive technological advancements. But I I guess you're going to have access to all of uh, Porsche's engineers and technicians. And can the two work together? Can they bring some new things into how, how good a kite is? I'm pretty sure about it, yeah. I mean, we're
2: just at the beginning to explore this field, you know, because um, to develop something there like, the, the know-how of Porsche really comes, like, in, in the field, it will take two, three years. But we're checking at the moment different, um, you know, so let's say, R&D potentials. So, let's say, coming from the rational side um, to, to get better, more sophisticated products. So, it's really interesting. But on the other hand, um, to, to have it like a short effect, it shows the community that also you know since they get a benefit. Uh, we decided to work more on the emotional side. You know, like uh, yeah. Porsche has this kind of you know physical coaches for the athletes and with them together we kind of um, use our Jutun academy as a uh, first project where all this kind of new content gets created where people can train on the water but as well off the water could get ready for sport so they can develop themselves better in sporting and i think that's really
0: great thing. and um, yeah i think porsche gives us a good benefit in this regard But you're not going to paint all of the kites black and white with a huge Porsche logo on it, are you? No, I'm pretty sure not. Maybe Same one, here, yes. by the way. <laughs> Maybe one, yeah.
2: I think architects don't, don't want to see it and also our clients
0: don't want to see it. <laughs> don't see it. And Dennis, I mean, Till was talking about the, the actual athletes because, I mean, I've watched a lot of uh, kite surfers. They are incredible athletes. You know, yeah. I mean, going along the water is one thing, but all of the jumping and the acrobatics, uh, they are, an, are unbelievable. And I believe that you've actually backed two uh, kiting champions, Liam Whaley and Rita Arnaus.
1: That's correct. Yes. Um, we, I thought about you know our wish to really credibly enter into the sport and really play on different angles. And apart from partnering with a leading brand in kitesurfing duotone, in our point of view, we also wanted to have, if you like, a, a human side to our um, activities in kiting. And this is why we thought Liam and Rita are two really good examples of these athletes. <clears throat> also people with an incredible amount of dedication towards the sport, which I think is pretty infectious when, when you talk to them. And um, so um, along with our partnership with Duotone, we also want to support these two athletes um, and, and follow them a little bit around the world and in their endeavors. Um, yeah. And also their ambition to become and stay leading kite surf athletes.
0: And won't you be sponsoring the uh, or going along to the Red Bull King of the Air in Cape Town this year? that's true that's the third pillar of our kite surfing strategy because
1: um, we thought you know th- there is the one event that everybody talks about in kite surfing the king of the air in South Africa and uh, as an entrant into the sport we also thought it makes absolute sense for us you know to be partnering the top event in this category so uh, as you see it's a pretty diverse entry into the whole field but also you know three different angles from which we hope to learn about the sport the community and the needs of of kite surface And this will hopefully enable us in the long term, you know, as I said, to play a part in the development of the whole sport.
0: Now, Till, you spoke about a little bit about uh, the the development um, with Porsche uh, together to to make the equipment you know even more cutting edge. Um, but we're talking a lot about el- elite athletes, you know, the top of the game people, the people who can really do it. What what about the uh, the person who wants to get into kite surfing? A uh, duotone, because uh, I found it quite actually difficult to get into kite surfing. It was all a bit tough for me. Is there a market also to make the sport bigger and to make these things more approachable, perhaps easier? Absolutely. Of course, as easy as kiting is, it's, it's, it's
2: more interesting. It's for all kind of people um, and like some of the development projects, what we have in mind, it goes definitely in this direction to make, you know, kiting less physical or like the handling of the kite or the kite bars easier. And because there, it's really where the market is, you know, man, an elite athlete like Liang, he can ride with pretty much everything. I mean, he can't win with everything, but he could write everything. Probably. Like <laughs> yeah. if, a uh, like weekend warrior or, let's say, somebody who just is at the beginning, he want to have really reliable, safe material. Because, like you said, kiting has a little bit danger image. I think it's not as dangerous as most people think. But there is a lot of force and power
0: involved, and this you want to control in the most accessible, easy way. And what's fantastic is it's also available to all ages. I mean, even Richard Branson took it up, and he's older than me. So you have to so, do it again, Ray. I would say. I know. I had just, I just had some bad experiences with uh, two very bad instructors who were on the phone to their girlfriends, and I was left in the Levante wind in Tarifa, and I ended up down the other end of the beach by the time he finished his phone call. So, <laughs> wasn't a great experience. <laughs> but you've, gentlemen, you've already, you've already mentioned. Like, I'm sure there are a lot of secret projects going on behind the scenes. But what, what are the main things that we will we'll be able to see pretty quickly? There's also the talk of uh, a relaunch of your app, a Duotone. Yes. Um, so, Dutton
2: Academy is like an app. It's pretty much a how-to do. You know, there's like 200, 200 tricks inside, from how you learn kite surfing from a water relaunch to whatever crazy world cup trick. um there's a lot of new features inside, and additionally, uh, Porsche supported us as well to kind of, you know, have this this, this on uh, land training for the app inside. You know, like fitness and all kind of sets because, man, it's important. If, if you go on the water also, you should be kind of proper prepared, stretched out and so on and so on. Yeah. And this athletes and coaches of Porsche kind of there's a new section in the app where kind of, you know, people can train themselves, um, you know, for kitesurfing to, to get the right muscles and the right flex and so on and so on. And when's that relaunched the app
0: in the new version? December in december yeah. do you do, and dennis do you actually have any um kiters or windsurfers in the uh, in your team
1: um, in, not in my direct team, although I have one person who has now started to do some first classes. And it was really interesting uh, to talk to her and about her experience, because some of the things you mentioned, Ray, also occurred to her. But what's quite interesting, I have to say, and I, I didn't know that before. I mean, as as Till said, we're now checking in a lot of places within the company when it comes to joint R&D, where we could find um, a springboard for further corporations. And it's interesting because every now and then you actually meet a colleague who says, oh, really? you're going into kite, it's awesome, because I'm passionate about kite for a long time. And naturally, you know, these kind of uh, interested people accelerate the discussion then internally. But uh, I never knew how many people were actively kiting within Porsche before we started the project. So I think that's a good sign.
0: It's it's a sport that is it's also a spectator sport, isn't it? You cannot fail to, be, to but to be impressed by the beauty uh, of the kite surfing people. Absolutely. I think when
1: you see some of the jumps, and I've, I'll be honest, for me, it's been a new universe that I entered, I was really, you know, taken aback by the visual appeal, but also about the the performance that these athletes do on with any of these jumps. So um, really cool and very, you know, interesting for us to see how much we can also help the sports to gain more traction and more awareness, because I think it's, it's really
0: spectacular. So you told us about the the, the Cape Town Ah, uh, king, king of uh, what's he called? The king of the air, the red the king or, of, the king air. of the air.
1: Exactly. The yeah, king you're of both. The you're
0: going to yeah. go along to that. You told us that the, your but your engineers are from Porsche are working with duotone. Till, is there anything? And the app is being relaunched in September, in December. Is there anything else you want to add? That uh, a little secret, to a little uh, something that might you know keep us interested until next year. <laughs> Secrets.
2: Yeah, so as a come to maybe it's moment work on a project together, like you know, like a magazine about kite surfing. But it's not a magazine like you know, this is a classical magazine which you can buy in a kiosk. It's more like really about dreams, but as well technology, not to sell product, just you know to show what is possible in the sport and but also you know what kind of cool locations sports kiting offers. You know, kind of a coffee table magazine pretty much, which consists a long time. So this will. Come and yeah, I would say the first quarter. And of course, the short-term activities are all more around marketing projects because they are faster to realize. And like Dennis said, we're looking for the right people inside of Porsche, which have a certain passion for our sport. And once we found them, then we go deeper into a few R R&D projects. One is around the kite bar. And also maybe we be working on a design approach with kites with Porsche designers, which are really, you know, the big color and designer of industrial designers on our team. So maybe in the next 12 months, we have some some limited edition kites, which are
0: somehow interpretation of how Dutton and Porsche look together on a kite. Nice. I mean, you both mentioned quite a lot, the same word quite a few times, which is really refreshing to hear from when two huge brands get together. Um, You both said passion. You you cannot not be passionate about kite surfing, can you? And, And passionate about what you do. I'm really happy to hear that yeah i mean that's i think it's a driving element and if, if you're in a fun sport
2: company like like boards and more like all the men everybody here who works in product development or marketing practices sport themselves it's a must-have you know i mean i always describe it like that. man if you're an engineer of a washing machine you don't have to be somebody who really likes to make laundry <laughs> but in kite surfing, it's a little bit different you know like if you want to be in the sport and if you want to be authentic you have to live the sports that's a must-have
0: Yes. Now, um, Dennis, I saw online uh, finally. I saw online uh, your uh, your campaign for the for the new electric car Taycan, and that was down in Tarifa and involved some kite surfers. How has that gone down? I think we got a tremendous
1: reaction on social media. I mean, it's a, of course it's a very attractive setting, but I also think the whole world of you know our. Uh, newest electric baby, the Taycan, the world of kite surfing and this very, if you like, you know, conscious and central approach to how you are um, behaving uh, in, in terms of an environmental impact, but also how you enjoy the sea. That's something that's resonating very well with our target groups. And I'm pretty sure that we'll see more um, from this specific kind of world in, in our communications going forward, which, by the way, is also a huge benefit of our cooperation with Duotone.
0: Sounds good. I mean, I've got a great idea for you, Till. I think you should ask Dennis to, to um, say if you can manufacture a Porsche that's driven by a kite, I mean, that would be environmentally friendly, wouldn't it? That's true. That's true. Often
2: into, but I guess the problem is in uh, one week you only can go down to
0: the west coast, and the other time you only can go down to the east coast. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yes, I forgot about that. Unless you can turn, um, you end up in Morocco down in Tarifa, and then uh, you that's can't true. get back. Yes, I <laughs> forgot. Well, I've learned a lot today. Thanks very much, Dennis and Till. And all the best for this fantastic new collaboration. Can't wait to see what you do next year. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Our pleasure. Uh, Pleasure for me too. And thank you very much for listening. Um, Now, go outside and get in the wind. In the meantime, I'm going to retrain myself as a kite surfer and a a car driver so I too can get, you know, a sponsored car and a sponsored kite. Thanks very much for listening. This was Inside the World of Duotone. Wherever you are, have fun. You've only got one life. Bye. (laughs)